This show is only made possible because of donations. And you can donate as little as you want, but one thing people don't talk about, you can donate as much as you want to. As much as you want, go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Ensure that this show continues by giving us as much as you want. You want to do a million? You can do do it. it! You can do it. We won't stop you. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. I could enjoy Austin with up to forty percent snot. Really? I think so. That's seemed like that. Snot. Seemed like that fun a city. Wow. We'll we'll know next time I, I think, go. Yeah. This is should... we have concerns. Hi, Jeff Kadata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Hey, we got an article sent to us. Uh, That's from... odd. I know. It's weird. Weird. Super weird. <laughs> uh, you can always send articles for us to talk about on the show by using our subreddit at wehaveconcerns.reddit.com or by using our Gmail, which is wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com. Don't send it to Twitter. No. Wait, Twitter, tweets go by and they're ephemeral and they disappear into the night and then we don't get them into the thing. And yeah. We read and them now there's algorithms ruining everything. Algorithms it's have bad. ruined everything. Um. But this is an article that Alik Evans sent us uh, that I found very interesting. You know that I am fascinated by language. Mm-hmm. I love words. Words are my playground. Oh, please. Words and love me do. <laughs> yes. Language, uh, best. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out that English might be a kind of a depressing language, it turns out. I've felt depressed most of my life. And you only speak English. And I only speak English. So QED. I speak some French, but when I do, I feel uppity. (laughs) So this all checks out. Uh, This uh, professor, British researcher actually, uh, has been comparing the, the tone and emotional content of English words and other languages. And he found, and he's just sort of begun this research, but he's already reported finding... Uh, 216 foreign words for which there is no English translation that are emotionally positive. So the idea being that if we can't name something, if we don't have a word for it, we don't feel it. We don't experience it. And there's all these other languages that have words for great, positive, cool feelings that we don't even have a word for. So this is sort of a chicken and egg thing to me because I've heard this theory before. We we actually talked about this. This reminds me of when we talked about the word blue. Right. Uh, and the non-existence of the word blue. Yeah, or so the long. relatively newness of that word. Yeah, and yeah. did and and did it make people see things in a different way because there was no existence of blue? Did they right. actually see blue or did they see a different color because there was whatever? Right. So um, this kind of feels that way to me. When, when somebody says there are all these amazing positive emotions that we can't feel because we don't have a word for them, I feel like that's sort of cart before the horse, right? Because mm. if we feel a thing, we come up with a word for it. That's how language works. Right. Well, but the, I'll read you some of these words that he's, that he lists off and the feelings that they express and you'll immediately go, oh yeah, I recognize that feeling, but his point is that because we don't have a word for it, he says that language infects and inflects our thought at every level. He says that um, our perception of the world is influenced by the words at our disposal. So because you can't describe a thing, you tend to not feel it or you, you tend to not acknowledge it as a feeling. You tend okay. to not 
uh, internalize it because you don't you can't name it. Well, and I guess discussion of it makes us more aware of it and allows us to pinpoint it when we feel it a little bit easier. Right. And therefore makes us more sensitive to the fact that we feel I don't know, but I get I kind of get what you're saying. I think this has a lot of weight to it. I I I really believe it. And I'll read you some of the words that we have uh sure. that he he points out in other languages. Uh there's a Spanish word gula which is the desire to eat simply for taste. So we only say I'm hungry or yeah, I have a I taste was gonna for say, something. In English, I think that's just hungry. Right, but hungry doesn't describe this feeling of like... No, no, no. But we like to say that we're hungry <laughs> because it makes us feel better about the fact that we're eating just to eat. Yeah. We also call it uh, shame eating or hate eating. Right. <laughs> we hyphenate. Yeah. We're, we're real big and we hyphen hyphenates. eat. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. <laughs> They've been gone for a while, but they're back, well, everybody. Dad yeah. jokes, 2016. <laughs> um, so there's the word uh, sobremesa, which is Spanish for when the food has finished, but the conversation is still flowing. Once again, that's not something that we don't have a concept of and that we don't under like you know what i mean like we yeah. understand that and that happens i don't mm, but go on it's cool that there's how a about, word for it how about a bantu word uh mabuki mavuki which is to shuck off one's clothes in order to dance that's what a magician says in a 1960s <laughs> hanna-barbera cartoon it's incredibly culturally insensitive <laughs> but he says it and uh and then magic he pulls something out of his hat mabuki, but it's always mabuki. yeah but it's always the wrong thing and it's hilarious <laughs> It's great. He's uh, got a sidekick that's uh, either a dune buggy or a monkey. Yeah, or a monkey in a dune buggy. It's both Yeah, because of magic. Uh, okay, so how about... So what does that one mean? It's to shuck off your clothes in order to dance, which is... If, if I had a word for that, I would do it way more often. That's just called the music festival in English. <laughs> that's called Tuesday night. That's called... That's called fish. <laughs> that's called drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um... Here is some words uh, relating to relationships. So, um, oh, I'm ready. I could use some. I so could use some in my art. Japanese word nakama, mm -hmm. which is uh, a word for friends that you consider family. Oh, so you don't have that. We don't have that word in English. We don't have a word that says you're such a good friend that I consider you like family. No, but I've but we've I've said that phrase. Sure, you're like family, or this guy's practically my brother, or like you know what I mean, like right. I'm, once He's again, saying that once again, once again, I'm just, I don't mean to chip away at this because I love the idea of it, mm -hmm. but not having a word for these things so far does not mean that I have not experienced, thought, felt, communicated these things. Well, no. There's a specificity. Sure, to I having an exact saying, word. I don't think he's saying that we are incapable of feeling these things. Mm -hmm. He's saying that- Well, we I'm incapable of feeling it. Well, you are going to get true. It, we're gonna you get are a, a unique case. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think his point is that the language itself doesn't express those things directly. You have to describe it in a sure. phrase or a sentence. And that means that the language itself sort of doesn't acknowledge that that's a thing. Like it doesn't you have to describe it rather than have a word for it. Sure. Like if if we didn't have a word for love and we just said Oh, you know, that feeling you feel when uh, you like someone a whole lot, it, it would be a different thing than saying there's this concept mm. that has its own name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, that was very poetic. That I just want to let you that's know. That's from my book. That's from your book of sonnets. A description of <laughs> relatively great feelings by Jeff Kanata. An emotionally unavailable man describes emotions. <laughs> a sonnet cycle by Jeff Kanata. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, sure. There's an immediacy to being able. I like specificity. I like having a word for the exact thing, you know, at my yeah. disposal. But, yeah, I mean, this doesn't make it harder for us to, like, your example of love is an extreme one. But, you know, I don't need, you know, that that's that's a concept that is so big and is expressed so often that, yes, we need a word for it. The feeling well, that's the, of that's the exact point is that, but it's an feelings... important, but it's important, right? Like love is a big, important, universal thing. Talking after the meal is over is not necessarily something that we need a specific word you for. You are proving his exact point, which is that because we grow up in an, a, a langu- in a language, it, because English doesn't have that as a way to express it, we're just we discu- don't think it's important. We're just discussing order of operations here. You're saying. That it's not important because we don't have a word for it, and having a word for it would make it more important to us. I'm saying if it's really important, we make a word for it. No, I'm not. What I'm saying, and I think what he's saying also, is other cultures think it's more important, therefore there's a word for it. It it doesn't matter which order the chicken or the Mm. egg came in. The the idea is that our culture, which is is born of our language, or or our language is born of our culture, whichever order you want to have that in, doesn't value these feelings enough, and therefore that well, points to... but certain languages, certain languages are much more specific and have words for many more things than other languages do, and that's not necessarily entirely cultural. If you look at German, German has a lot of, like, compound words, created words for specific things. Oh, there's a couple of German words in here. You yeah, hear one yeah. of them. And it's not necessarily that those things are incredibly culturally important. They just believe in specificity. That's a that's a German cultural thing, right? So I, I don't know. I don't know that having the word means that it's more important to your culture. Here's a German word you're probably going to want to use a lot. Sitzfleisch. Mm-hmm. It's the German word for the ability to persevere through hard or boring tasks. It translates literally to sit meat. <laughs> You're a sack of meat sitting there getting through it. Whew. That's a good one. <laughs> sit fleisch. Sit fleisch. Yeah. Well, once good. again, I don't know if that means that it's culturally important to them. I, I, I just, just think I, it's... I really do believe that there's something to this. That because that may, maybe our language points to the fact that as uh, a culture of Anglo-Saxon descent or that uses mm. English that we somehow don't value these these positive feelings as much these emotional so what is his uh what is his thesis here what does he think that the the what does he think the lack of these words means for people who speak english his his uh his research which was published in the journal of positive psychology he says Fucking that hippie journal uh, Fucking w- goddamn hippie journal. It does for sound like babies a hippie journal. That hug each other all the time. It does sound like a hippie journal, and it does sound like a hippie study. But he's basically <laughs> saying, he's basically saying that we are uh, English native English speakers. Yeah, have have a disposition to be not as emotionally positive as other languages, possibly. Like he's tr- he's still in the midst of compiling this list. In fact, he's making it open source. He's asking people of other language to suggest words that he's missing. And then he's going to begin to do the opposite, which is, are there negative words in English that other cultures don't have? Are we just pessimist thinkers? But he hasn't done any of that research yet. That's just the beginning. He wanted to publish, you know, everything half done. Yeah. Because uh, he's 
Because he's a glass half full journal of positive psychology sort of dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, guys, I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. I'm a sit meat. <laughs> he's a sit meat. Yeah. I'm a sit meat, everybody. Yeah. And everybody says, good job. Gold star. Journal of positive psychology. <laughs> everybody walks away with a hug and a dream. Yeah. <laughs> How about this Hindi word, uh, jugad, for the ability to get by or make do? Just jugad today. Just jugad. Uh huh. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think hanging I, in there. I don't. I feel like you don't value language in the same way I do, and don't feel wow. like. Well, no, I'm just saying. Wow. I think <laughs> I, might, I might very well overvalue it, uh-huh. but I'm saying I feel like whenever these stories come up, you're like, who cares? It's not who cares. That's you're you're getting it. You're getting it twisted. I'm saying that I don't necessarily believe the thesis. Right. Which that, is that, that. that doesn't translate to who cares. That translates into I don't think that's true. Well, do you, I think the way we express what we think is a description of how we think. Sure. And that in order to form thoughts, we need to have language. Sure. And they go hand in hand. And so if you are, if you are missing some elements to express a thought, mm-hmm. yeah, we can talk around it. We can create phrases. We can have a whole paragraph to describe that feeling or a sonnet or whatever it takes. Yeah. But if you have one word that everyone in the culture agrees on that sums up that that feeling, I think it makes your thoughts more clear and maybe makes your emotions more clear. Potentially. Sitting around getting by or, uh, you know, being good at doing repetitive and menial tasks. Like, we could come up with a word for that today. Right. Would we start using that word? I don't know. Do we need it? That's, I mean, I guess that's my thing. So you're, you're saying that there's something innate that we can't express until there's a specificity of a word that expresses that exact thing. Well, but I'm saying- I don't, I don't believe that's true. I think the whole, I think the whole wonder of language is the fact that we can construct phrases. The language can change and grow and evolve to meet the needs of whatever is going on in culture right now. Right. Like, I don't need a word for, I don't need the word sit me. To explain, well, like maybe you will, you know, or when you're editing this episode, or I don't need you, God, to say like, man, I'm just, I'm just scraping by, right? Like, because I just said it, man. Like, dude, I'm just scraping by. Like, I'm yeah. just hanging in there. You got. It's not even that much longer. You right. know what I mean? I, when, <laughs> but I, I think maybe I'm not being clear because there's no word to describe this. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> How's that for a word? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think that we're you're incapable of. De- I mean, we can describe any feeling if you if you get given enough. Ink. Does it need, I guess what we're coming down to here is, does it need to be boiled down into one exact, profanity is a great example of this. Right. Profanity is wonderful. I, <laughs> I, profanity is beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, when I get angry and I scream out, you know, I, I scream out motherfucker or I call yeah. somebody a dick bag. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, what you're talking about is sort of the, the ultimate negative expression of this sort of idea, which is we have this one thing that is connected to our feelings on right. a base level yeah. that we scream in a specific situation. And it actually gives you some catharsis to express it to the world. Sure. So I understand that. I understand right. what you're saying by saying there is that for some words. So the the but, inverse of that is also true in my opinion, that if you're able to say love mm-hmm. in, instead of going, oh, that feeling that I feel that uh, I think that's the same. It's It's similarly... It's not that you're an incapable of feeling it without the word. It's mm-hmm. that there's an importance and a uh, specificity that allows the expression of the feeling to be more, more perfect. Just to circle back, 
uh, I just can't imagine a world in which I need that for... And then the conversation continued after dinner was over. But isn't that a delightful moment? Isn't, isn't when, when you're having such a great conversation that you don't want to leave the restaurant and you're just sitting there and everybody's having a great time? Now, I just spent... I bet we have. I bet we have stuff like this that other cultures don't have. That I bet we do. Very well may be the case. I think, I think what's going on here is this guy's looking for what's missing. Right. As opposed to... And this is, I can't believe that the Journal of Positive Psychology didn't pick up on this pessimism. (laughs) That this guy didn't start from the point of view of, we probably have these too. Right. Let's go out into the world and find out what we have a word for. (laughs) That other, like, because we're we're good and happy and wonderful too and gold stars in Journal of Positive Psychology. (laughs) There's uh, the Journal of uh, Ironic Journalism just put out a uh, study about how the Journal of Positivity is always talking about how everything else is so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so positive about everybody else. I think that was in Think Peace Quarterly. (laughs) Was it? Yeah. The official journal of of internet internet reporters (laughs) and internet reporting science. It was the Journal of Irony. Uh, But... um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I read so many journals, so sure. I get them confused. Sure. I mean, you know, it like like you're saying, a, a lot of language has to do, yes, it has to do with feelings, it has to do with cultural stuff, it has to do with utility. You know, the, the Inuit having, um, you know, this is apocryphal, I don't know how many there actually are. Right. But uh, I believe scientifically they have 9,332 words for snow. Yeah. Uh, uh, and none for father, which, know, is, which super is super sad. It's super sad. That's because the, they, they all believe the snow <laughs> is their father. Um. <laughs> but but I think you're you're pointing to exactly my point, which is because they need it, mm-hmm. they name it. But that's what I'm saying. And if I'm we sh- don't need to feel those things, if we don't name them, maybe it points to the fact that we didn't need to. F- but that's why I'm saying I think the next part of the study is to find the positive things that we have in English that other languages don't have, because I think they exist. Right. That's where I'm coming from. And I don't think it means like you can point to it and be like, oh, well, it's cool that this culture really values continuing conversation after dinner that's rad sure yeah and i'm glad they have a word for it i'm saying we don't we probably don't need it over here and maybe we should be a culture that values talking after dinner more i don't know maybe i just it I, feels rad i man. just you like, gotta get into that no nah, i mean i get my you I, just I, drink your soilant and I you're done with dinner have my food come to the table when i go out to dinner in a to-go box. <laughs> That's smart. It's, and that it, way, whenever I just feel like I can't anymore, yeah. I'm gone. There's a word for a guy who I'm always mo- orders. I'm Mavimbo Matimbo. <laughs> you just, just, you just and I just vap- disappear. Evaporate away. I culturally and sensitively disappear. <laughs> um, but no, I would love to see what we have a word for that other languages don't. Um, dick bag, I think. Dick bag a, is a great one. It's a bag of dicks. Uh, yeah, it's no a, other culture needs to express bag of dicks. And you know, it's, you know what I say when I get really, really angry at somebody is I call them a, like a metric dick bag. Oh, like one metric. Well, that like adds a metric a, sack. It's a there's a European slant to it. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It adds a little bit of culture. Uh, don't to say the, that I'm not worldly. <laughs> don't say that I don't have specific <laughs> words and terms. Yeah, my but, language is flowery, motherfucker. People in America don't even understand how to measure their metric dick bag. So they were like, is that a big dick it's bag? Point, is that a small bit dick bag? It's just 0.6 dick bags for every standard dick bag. And if your dick bag is small, does that mean it has small dicks or just fewer big dicks? I mean, it all depends. <laughs> it all depends. I mean, it's the same mass. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I guess that's all that really matters. That's all that really is matters. How much, how much massive dick you have in your bag. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Let's run our own informal study. 
uh academia be damned journal of positive psychology get fucked um <laughs> that's actually their byline is journal of positive, positive psychology get, get fucked with three exclamation points <laughs> it comes uh, with every subscription comes with a dick bag but i would like to hear uh if you are a if you are a native english speaker if you are somebody who came to english later in life uh any words that you may know phrases that you may know that describe something positive yeah. that you haven't heard a word for in another language or you think doesn't exist in another language you can tweet those at us i'm at a carboni i'm at jeff canada and you can hashtag those gold star nice and hey let's talk about nakedness oh let's talk about nudity there's a word for that well it's uh you can't go places naked that's true well you can but people tend to not like it yeah they and call your words like dick bag yeah. and put a bag on your dick yeah. and please leave here until you found a bag to cover your dick. Yeah, there's a lot going on basically <laughs> with public nudity. Uh, and, you know, what's funny is like we can't help you with the dick bag stuff because we don't we can only help you from the waist up. Although if you, that is if a you very... go to we have concerns dot com slash shop. We have everything that you need from the waist up. Yeah. To not get arrested in public. We should really look into the dick bag merchandising. <laughs> I think we can get them embroidered. <laughs> we have concerns.com slash shop. <laughs>